You're listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. It's a family edition of the Retirement Solution. Special guest joining us in studio and maybe the cutest member ever on this show. Well, I mean, I tell you what, she gets it from her mother. <laughs> Clearly. There's, I mean, there's no question that my six-year-old daughter, Allie. Allie, can you say hi? <laughs> she uh, she takes after her mother without any question. As a matter of fact, there's nothing cute about anything about me. <laughs> We've made this very clear for many, many, many years here. But this one here, uh, she proves that there's a great thing that happens when a mugwump like me uh, ends up dating the salutatorian hottie from a different high school. Yes. Good things yeah. happened out of this. And Allie is one of them. But Allie, where are your teeth? I don't see your front teeth. Um, they fell out. And <laughs> the one that I lost this morning is in a bucket. It's in a bucket? Well, when do you give it to the tooth fairy? Uh, I'm going to save it. Maybe you want to lose another teeth for a long, long time. <laughs> but you've lost, what, three, four recently? Four. Four teeth? Okay, did Daddy who, help with any of who that? Who pulled those teeth out? Um, Daddy. Did, well, did, did I just pull them out, or were they loose and I helped you with them? Uh, they were loose and Daddy helped me. Okay, should Daddy be a dentist? Why does that sound like she was fed a line, Jennifer? <laughs> it sounds like she was told to say that. Say, like, listen, Dad, just grabbed my head and ripped them out of my face. It was terrible. I didn't want to say anything. That's why I want to save them for another day. Uh, but see, this is how sweet she is. She'll cover for Dad, too. <laughs> uh, I lucked out. This one's fabulous. Yes, Actually, she is. Actually, both of my kids are fabulous. Oh, for sure. But this is the first one we've had on the show. So Allie is making her big radio debut. I do want to ask Allie, how much is the Tooth Fairy paying you these days for the teeth you've lost? They usually only pay me $20. $20? Okay. Well, that, I, that's not only? the Tooth Fairy I'm aware of. The only? Tooth Fairy I'm aware of gives like quarters and nickels and dimes. <laughs> Who, you got a great tooth fairy. Right? Yes. Who's hiring you get this that tooth one? fairy? <laughs> um, I got that one from, I don't really know. <laughs> it just magically appeared. What has your dad taught you about money? Do you get an allowance? Yeah, I think, yeah, I get an allowance. But the thing he taught me about is what a quarter and nickel and dime and what they all worth. Okay. All right. And do you go and spend a nickel, a dime? Can you buy anything with a nickel and a dime or a quarter these days? Uh, I'm right now saving up for more money. Is saving important? Yes. Yes. Then okay. you need to buy the things what you really, really need. And if you don't, you're really not really going to have anything nice. That's very important. Okay. But is there something in particular that you are saving your money for right now? I'm saving my more my money for Robux. Robux. Okay, can you explain that to us? Because I I'm too old for this. So what is Robux? Robux is something like there's a game called Robux and like um it Robux is really really expensive. And I kind of wasted all mine, so I only have eight Robux left, and my sister has more than me, so I'm saving up, and that's what I'm going to use my tooth money for. Okay, all right, so putting that tooth fairy money to work. John, are you monitoring this? Like, are you playing this with them? 
I don't have any idea what the actual game is. <laughs> okay. I do monitor what the Tooth Fairy gives them. Okay. Because in my opinion, half of that is for spending and half of it's for saving. Ah, Because okay. that tooth wasn't grown overnight mm-hmm. and neither was that money. Mm-hmm. And so the way that I think about it is we need to do the right thing. It's like we should do with everything else in our life, right? Well, there's a certain part of that promotion that we should actually use to put on a new kitchen. And the other portion we should maybe save so that we don't have to work anymore. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Good I'm lessons. teaching my kids the exact same things. Yes, exactly. Start young. Start young right now. And it's catching on with Allie over there. Okay, so Allie, what do you love most about your dad, other than he pulls uh, your teeth? I like him because um, he makes good food. <laughs> okay, so yes, he is a foodie. He's a chef. Uh, what's your favorite dish that he makes? Uh, my favorite dish is one he makes. His steak is really good, and his chicken. Steak and chicken. Okay, so we like our protein there in the Hicks household, John. We like protein. Protein's good. (laughs) Protein's good. There's not a lot of vegetarians in our household. (laughs) We love vegetables. Do not get me wrong. We're not a lot of vegetarians. (laughs) You're teaching her so well. But, uh, Allie, do you want to be like Dad when you grow up, or do you want to be like Mom? I want to be like Daddy. Oh, look at that. See, look there's at a that. soft spot in my heart for that. Yeah. And the thing is, I think that both my kids are cut out to replace me 10 times better than what I do. <laughs> but this is the one, she's got that instinct. Uh-huh. Jennifer, I'm not Already. even messing with you. No, she knows. This one is the one that I feel that has, uh, both of them love people. Mm-hmm. Both of them love um, the idea that we can progress. They're, they're very exceptional in that. This is the one, though, that gets like pretty ticked off <laughs> if we don't do it the right way. Oh. And that's what, the, to me, that's what it takes to maybe make sure that we hit the right goals, right? Mm-hmm. This is the one that makes me feel like, okay, it's not just whatever anyone says goes. There's a right way. There's a lot of right ways. There's some wrong ways. And she's already questioning that at this She's young age. already there, and she's six years old. Wow. Man, Allie. Love it. That's impressive. So what's your favorite thing to do on the weekends with Dad? Spending some time at the pool? Um, I like to go in the pool and go to the playground. And the Daddy. playground. Okay. Is Daddy good with pushing you on the swings, or does he push you way, way, way high? Uh, he pushes me really, really high, <laughs> and I love it. Mama pushed me really, really low when I hate it. <laughs> I did not tell her to say that, Tennille. Listen, I promise you I did not in any way uh, men- mention that once again. <laughs> no, no, it never happened at the playground, ever. No, don't watch what Daddy's doing there. But <laughs> uh, but you lit up when Allie entered the studio just now, John. I mean, these girls, they are your life. They are what's important right now, aren't they? I didn't think, uh, I didn't think we were going to have this opportunity to day yeah it's been a tough week for me um you know dealing with my dad and whatnot and um the thing about family i think every single one of us out here the whole reason we do anything is because we want to do the best we can for our family and or we want to do the best that they can do for them right yeah. we, we don't want to necessarily dictate anything we just want them to know that we're doing the best we can for them i know that my dad did the best he could for me and when I saw her wanting to come into the studio today, it um it was a little different. It's uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm I'm very touched. 
The big one isn't here only because she's playing competitive soccer at the moment. Yeah, that's taking up her weekends right now. But I'm so glad that Allie stopped by. So, Allie, uh, I need to know, though, are you ready to take over Dad's shoes on the radio show maybe in a few years? Will you do the show with me? I would love that. I would love that because you can tell, John, she's just the sweetest. I mean, she has a big heart for people. And uh, again, I think that goes back to being a great parent and making time and making that a priority in your life right now. I think her mother has 99% to do with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's probably nothing about me that got into this other than the fact that she does have some of my features. But outside of that, she is about 100% her mother, who is fabulous in her own regard in every single thing she does. So I, uh, I'm very lucky yes. and blessed all the way around. Ah, this is the priority right now. And uh, we love having Allie here on the show. Allie, thank you so much for stopping in today. We appreciate you hanging out with Dad and us. Thank you. Real talk about your retirement. You're listening to The Retirement Solution with John Hicks. I was uh, doing some research for the show recently, John, and saw this U.S. News and World Report article mm-hmm. called Seven High Return, Low-Risk Investments for Retirees. And especially okay. since the market's a little bit rockier, I thought this might be a great topic for this week. Sure. They mentioned things such as real estate investment trust, Ooh, okay. dividend-paying stocks, okay. preferred stock, alternative investment funds, and a few other options on this list. So uh, what do you make of it, though? Are these maybe better places to turn when the market gets volatile? Well, you know, it's really interesting. I I read the headline of this, uh, seven high return, low risk investments for retirees. And one of the very first things that hit this list was real estate investment trusts. (laughs) Now, ladies and gentlemen, 2007 and 2008 and 2009, That became one of the worst real estate environments in the history of the United States of America. And many real estate investment trusts went out of business. Oh, I know. I mean, they they literally went out of business. And if you had ever owned a non-traded REIT back in the days, if there's any investment you ever owned and you potentially lost a lot of money on, that may have been one of them. And so when I'm seeing this seven high return, low risk investments for retirees, again, this is US News and World Reports, mm-hmm. I'm thinking immediately, uh, that's only half the story there, kiddos, because you can lose your tush <laughs> and stuff like that. Is that's, there any uh, principal protection with those kinds of things? Very rarely. I mean, here's what a REIT is. This is typically these companies that go out there and they'll buy these skyscrapers mm-hmm. or these strip malls or these golf courses, right? It's real estate. They're buying these things, and they're hopefully getting people to pay the rents on these. Now, I don't know if you've noticed, ladies and gentlemen, recently, that all those strip malls out there, they used to have our nail places and barber shops and take your pick. And if you've been to a mall, a major mall of any type recently, here's what I ask you. How many of those places are vacant? Right. How many people so, are paying rent right now on those? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This mm-hmm. makes me more nervous than anything of our current economy. Mm-hmm. And I'm dead serious about this. Once all the dust is settled and the government money quits flowing out like a Pez dispenser, <laughs> and we're no longer getting this free government, I say free. Now, we're going to pay our butts off for it. But the government, at least right now, is acting like it's, it's free money. 
once this stops, how many of these businesses are still going to be out there? Yeah. How many of them are going to be paying for these really expensive real estate locations that they may or may not use again? Well, even the I've, skyscraper businesses, some large oh corporations are saying, we're just going to go to a work from home company. Literally, look it. at New yeah. York, New Jersey and Connecticut. Look mm -hmm. at those major companies are saying, hey, we're going to relocate. Why are we spending $9,000 per square foot to be in this huge building? And we realize no one wants to work here anymore. Yeah. They can all work with their slippers and bathrobes on in their basement in Hoboken. Why on earth would we pay this kind of money for this? Yeah. And so my question is, what makes that low risk? Especially for retirees. I think that this is, unfortunately, guys, one of those, I don't know, clickbait type stories yeah. that can absolutely derail you. There's a few more things on this list, Jennifer, that I do want to make a point to okay. say. Dividend paying stocks. Now, overall, I do agree that most high quality dividend paying stocks can be attractive for the long run. But this says high return, low risk. Now, I don't know how many people owned ExxonMobil last year, but ExxonMobil has historically been, I'm not saying anyone should buy or sell this thing. It has nothing to do with you buying this, but I'm just going to give a little story, a little analogy, if you will. Well, our good friends at ExxonMobil have historically paid a pretty nice dividend. But unfortunately, last year, because of the crazy stuff that we had go on, ExxonMobil was down almost 60% at one point in time. <laughs> yeah, because we were paying a dollar something for gas. So, yes, yeah. we were. Yes, we were. As a matter of fact, Jennifer, we may have forgotten this, but literally, there were futures being traded in the oil market that literally, if you had had the ability to take those tankers and put them on your property, they would have paid you over a million dollars for you to just take the oil from people. <laughs> the point of the matter is, is that that is what the U.S. News and Report said was a low-risk investment. Losing 60%, let me ask you, does that sound low-risk to you? No. No, no, it is not. That isn't low-risk at all. Now, having said that, there's a lot of these things that I do agree with. They have annuities on here. Now, annuities can be a good or a horrible investment, depending on who you are and what your needs are. Okay. okay. So I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. And some annuities can still lose your life savings. Oh. You can still lose everything you put in to a variable annuity. Huh. So the question I ask is, I don't know who wrote this article. I'm probably find out real quick. But the point of this is that when it says a low risk investment for retirees, I think this is the most perfect opportunity for me to tell you, hey, everyone is different. Yeah. <laughs> everyone should have their own unique strategy to hit the goals that they want to hit. Mm -hmm. What you really want to find is a skilled fiduciary that can help you figure out what it is that you really want to achieve and which way would you like to achieve that? Do you want a high risk way of doing it? Do you want a low risk way of doing it? Do you want a no risk way of hitting your goals? Because yes, there are some of those things out there. They may not be very attractive for you though, right? Right. So whenever you read any of these articles, just take it with a grain of salt. Okay. Just understand there's probably something in that article that is just really great information to learn, really great information to hold on to. But frankly, don't ever make any investment decisions based on some journal article okay you don't know who wrote that stuff yeah you have no idea what side they're on they may be specifically for the real estate investment trust association <laughs> right they may be writing this for the annuity company of a world i have no idea yeah the point of the matter is, is that you really want to find out what is going to be best for you which just means a path and you want to find the least invasive path possible so that you can achieve what you want to achieve
And if you've been looking at options like this, especially since things have been a little rockier with the market lately, let's take a look at how you're currently invested and actually customize a plan for you. Seek out that fiduciary advisor. And if you want to seek us out this weekend, this is something we do for our listeners all the time. Give you a second opinion on your portfolio. Answer your specific questions. So if you want to do that with us, give us a call before the end of today's show. and We'll get you on John's calendar there at J. Hagen Capital at 502-690-5635. 502-690-5635. And there is a different level of customization that you and your team do for people. Not only do you have things like artificial intelligence on that portfolio, John, it's really customized to someone's risk tolerance. They get some choices in this matter. And actually, it's kind of fascinating when you walk people through the options. And especially in times like we've seen recently, you've told me, you know, there are risk on, risk off strategies. You're monitoring this on a constant basis. You know, Jennifer, I think in this regard, this is one of the reasons why we really sought out to add, you know, artificial intelligence to the majority of our portfolios. We really want to be certain if it's a good time to take a risk in the market or a bad time. We don't believe in just throwing happenstance out there to the wind and hopefully our retirement works out. That just sounds ridiculous to me. And historically, when you look at the numbers, that's exactly what it is. It's ridiculous to just hope and pray. So one of the things that we were really trying to figure out and one of the things that we really sought out, how can we make proper decisions in our portfolios at the right times? For what reason? So that we can just live the life we want to live. We can just relax knowing that we have other systems monitoring our investments. We don't have to call someone constantly and say, hey, how are you looking at my stuff? We already know what's being taken care of. We already know that everything is being evaluated in those clients' portfolios at all periods of time, and it's going to make rational and non-emotional decisions at all points in time. This is one of the most amazing things that technology, current technology, modern technology, is what it offers. It allows us to just spend those hours of the day doing what we want to do, building a pole barn, traveling, hanging out with our grandkids, all those wonderful things we don't have to think about if our money is still going to be there. Those are one of the things that I sought out because I realized so many of our clients before they came to us, they were always stressed out. Are they going to have enough? They don't sleep at night. Uh. If one person says, oh, honey, we're going to be okay, the other one's thinking, Ted, I might divorce you because I think you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing of it is, is all we're talking about is a bridge, is a bridge between that divide, between those two mindsets. The thing of it is, is neither one of those people are wrong. It's a feeling. The modern technology, the artificial intelligence, the risk on, risk off approach, in my opinion, is a substantially better way to spend our later years. Thanks for listening. Want more from John? Find us online at retirementsolutionradio.com. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. J. Hagen Capital is a registered investment advisor. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. 
J. Hagen Capital Incorporated is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products and annuities offered through John Hicks. Kentucky Insurance License Number 99827.